what I want to talk about today. I want to talk to you about a subject that I struggle in. I struggle in this subject. Yeah, I know. There's many. Many. Someone put that guy's, do that guy's mask up tight. Put a, put a rag in his mouth. No, sorry. No, it's true. Uh, Karen gave a message as far as I know. I haven't heard it last week. A brilliant message in regards to our struggle as people sometimes and our weaknesses. Is that true? It's a really good message. Encourage you if you've never heard it. Go listen to it. We have it online. Anyway, I want to talk to you about a subject that at times I've struggled with, even in fact through these two years of this interesting thing called COVID. Did I turn my mic on? I did. Good. <laughs> I've done it before where I've preached halfway through and then it's not going out. now. Anyway. Uh, what is it? What is this thing that I struggle with? How to cope and make decisions that are wise with all the difficulty that's going on, with all the massive information that is presented to us, COVID being a really, really interesting thing. You can hear so many things about it, from the aspects that it's part of the mark of the beast, a Chinese conspiracy, whatever. Vax, no vax, whatever. Wisdom! It's nothing you know, too, too dark. I'm not going to tell you those ones. Wisdom. Who struggles with wisdom? Some of you, you need to know, you're struggling with wisdom. Wisdom is such an interesting thing. I'll give you a description of wisdom. The quality of having experienced knowledge and good judgment, the quality of being wise, to have insight, good sense, and judgment. The ability to use your knowledge and experience to make good decisions and judgments. You need wisdom to live life. You need to, 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 to demonstrate wisdom in so many areas of your life. At your job, whatever your skill is, you know, you have, would have learnt wisdom through your life experience, gone to school, whatever. You learnt knowledge and then how to apply knowledge through wisdom. True? Uh, how many people have been, you know, struggling at times to think, what should I do in this situation in regards to COVID hitting the planet? Everybody. But here's the thing. Where have you gone to get the source of your wisdom as you have been wanting to make a decision? Because where you go to get your source or where do you go you get the wisdom has a lot on what will happen to you in the future. You are the result of choices you have made that you have interpreted through your life certain decisions and you are now living in the consequence of whatever those decisions are. And you would be hopeful that you have been wise and that the outcome of making a wise choice has made your life better, right? Wisdom is incredibly important. Important if you are a parent. Man, parenting. Izzy and Hannah. Parenting fun. Super interesting watching my grandson. Uh, we had a, a, an arrival of number three grandson. Hallelujah. You know, there's a bit of our gene pool in that little fella, poor guy. Anyway, Izzy and Hannah live at the bottom of our house. You know, we're up top, they're down bottom, and we hear Finn and we hear them. And um, he's such an interesting little chap. Because you watch him from being the baby to being so dependent on his mum to now sort of starting to join in the adventure of life. 
And he is trying to do some stuff. I watched him as he started to learn how to walk. And, and he, he's one of these kids that's full on kind of thing. And you watch him when he runs. His head's telling him he wants to get there. And so he's got his head like this and his legs are following behind. But he's traveling at 100 miles an hour. It's kind of like you watch his head move forward and his legs are traveling behind because they're not as quick as his brain. And he learned how to walk. He learned how to walk. And the funny thing is, as he's been kind of running and rushing and he does all this stuff, he's learnt that if he doesn't be careful, he tips over and bangs his head. So you watched him as he's been full on, well, I can run and walk. And then he has to learn through life's experience that maybe he needs to think a little bit, be a little bit more smarter, because banging his head on the tiles is not fun. True? See, we all were never born with wisdom. Finn was never born with wisdom. You weren't born with wisdom. You develop wisdom as you grow into an adult and you carry on that journey, hopefully, of learning wisdom. Has every decision you've ever made been wise? I want to ask you a question. How wise are you? How wise are you really? So let's think. I've been doing this with our leadership training. Out of 10... Let's rate ourselves. You know, zero, you should be in a mental institution. Ten, you should lead the nation. Because you're so wise. Have a think about it. What number? Bowen, what number? How wise are you? Most of us would probably think, well, I'm pretty, I'm up there. No? You know, how wise are you? So in general, you can think of maybe, let's say a seven. Seven. Yeah, I've still got a bit to learn, but man, I'm pretty much up there. I'm seven. Right, so let's take that now and break it into areas of your life. How wise are you with what you eat? Oh, Sharon looked at Terry. I didn't do that. (laughs) See, Wisdom's a funny old thing. How wise are you with what you eat? Man, oh, you know, I'm in my older, older years, and I used to be able to eat chocolate like you wouldn't believe, and it just peel off, but now it sticks. And, you know, my wrestle at the moment is trying to be wise with what I eat. And sometimes I ain't wise. And in fact, sometimes I put myself down at a three. Am I the only one? You know, so wisdom is kind of relative to different areas of your life, you know, true? How wise are you with uh, your health? You know, eating is also contributes to health. How wise are you with what you look at? Because, you know, we're in a, an age that is very challenging at what we look at. We are in an information age that has a whole lot of stuff. You know, so you can kind of, the, the figure can go up and down, you know what I mean? And uh, it goes up and down in my life, you know, different areas. Am I the only one? Can I? No. I'm just stimulating thought. The Bible says, soberly consider the portion of faith God has given you, you know? You know, soberly consider how much wisdom we have. A couple of quotes on wisdom. The fool thinks he is wise, but the wise knows he's foolish. 
William Shakespeare, kind of a funny one. The fool thinks he's wise, you know, most, and it says it in Proverbs a lot. The fool thinks he's way better than what he is. But, you know, the wise guy thinks, you know what, hey, man, you know, there's some gaps there. You know, there's some gaps there. See, wisdom interpreting who you really are. Uh, the saddest thing about life today is that science gains knowledge more quickly than society gains wisdom. So, man, that's how true is that? Science is advancing at incredible rates, but society struggles with some of the decisions with what they do with that wisdom. Any fool can know. The point is to understand that was Albert Einstein. See, you can go to school. I've met people who have degrees up there, but are really stupid. You know, you meet... And, and the, oh, I've got to be careful because, you know, watch out. But... You know, we have our nation ruled by people who have a lot of qualifications, but sometimes you think they ain't got no wisdom. But they have academic ability, they have knowledge, but the application of that knowledge can be quite destructive because they lack wisdom. You with me? You know, and as I said, you know, I struggle with wisdom sometimes. Man, we have been struggling with wisdom. You know, what to do with this thing as church, you know, you, want, you know, do your own life. You want to lead this thing, you know, and work with all our guys and, and we work together to think, what is wisdom? And it's important where your source is for wisdom because there's a lot of information. There's a lot of people proclaiming wisdom, even from Christianity, who are saying particular things, say, I'm wiser. See, that's why we have different denominations. We have different denominations because they think they're wiser than the other one. You have your Baptist. We've got some... Are you guys really... You're, I reckon you're more Ignite Lifers. Really. Maybe I'm prophes- prophesying. You know, um, we have your Baptists, we have your Anglicans, we have your Catholics, we have this, we have that. We have those things because that group thinks he's wiser than the other group. The Pentes think they're way smarter. Wisdom. Who's right? Who's wrong? It's important where your source is. Politics, worldview. Someone with a particular worldview will think this is wisdom. Someone with an opposite worldview will think this is wisdom and that's stupid. Politics, three major parties in Australia. You've got your Nationals, Libs, you know, whatever they, you know, that coalition. You've got your Greenies and you've got Labour. All have different types of worldview, all different people who think they have wisdom, you know, that is in contradiction with the other's wisdom. But who's right? All based out of their worldview. All based out of their worldview is where their source of where they get their wisdom from. Where's your source? Where's your source when it comes to the different areas of your life? You know, we are hopeful in the future. I had a really good phone call with a person. We have been wanting to develop better parenting skills. We're not critical of our parents, but we want to um, uh, strengthen our families and strengthen our children for a crazy age that we live in by strengthening the parent skills. Rate yourself as a parent. I know in hindsight, you know, when I, uh, you know, I would have been at about a six or a seven, I reckon, in my parenting skills. I wished I had known more stuff. So we are hopeful that we're going to do a partnership with an organisation called Parenting with Purpose. Fantastic woman. We're going to bring her up here um, and uh, to skill 
wisdom with our parenting. We're going to do a questionnaire for parents. How good is your parenting school? How wise are you as a parent? Is he? How wise are you? Yep. Not committing. Okay. Obviously for me, oh, listen to what Paul says. Galatians chapter 3 verse 1. Galatians chapter 3 verse 1, writing to a whole area, a community, a church, to the Galatians. You foolish Galatians. What? A foolish church? Who has bewitched you before your very eyes? Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. And he goes on. So Galatians 3.1 tells me that a church can be foolish. A foolish church is a church that lacks wisdom. Are we a foolish church? Are you a bunch of fools following me? Because I'm a fool. You know, Paul had to bring some correction to the Galatians church because they were sourcing their wisdom from somewhere that wasn't the right source. They weren't going to the place where they should have gone even as a church. I oh, we're better than that, man. We're Pentecostals. You get what I mean? I'm trying to get you to think some things and I'm trying to get myself, I believe the Holy Spirit is wanting us to check out our source of wisdom. I don't think we're a foolish church. I don't know. Okay. Best place to look at wisdom. You know what one of my daily devotional things is? Is I read the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is described as the book of wisdom. Proverbs was written mostly by a guy named Solomon who when God came to him and said, Solomon, I'm going to give you whatever you want. What do you want? He said, give me some wisdom. I want wisdom. Give me wisdom because wisdom will lead me to all the good things. Even Solomon was, could write a book called Wisdom, yet his life had some major flaws. Funny thing, eh? He had the information, but even he had trouble living out the wisdom. Kind of crazy, eh? It's a bit like me, I reckon. Proverbs. Proverbs builds. Oh, sorry, wisdom builds. Foolishness tears down. Proverbs 14.1. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. See, wisdom and biblical wisdom based out of the source of the kingdom of heaven from the mouth of Jesus builds life, but the other source of wisdom tears down. Tears down. Tears down. Wisdom portrayed in the book uh, Proverbs is often mentioned with a female sense. What the hell was Solomon doing? Men are wiser than women. No, no, but it's interesting. You know, the foolish woman tears her own house down. I met some of those. I met some foolish men that have pulled their house down. But I've met some people who are so wise because they've sourced it out of God. They have built a legacy and a generational thing with their lives. Am I with you? Tell me. Otherwise, I think I might be a fool. I'm a bit silly today. My wife. We got married. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> At times in my marriage, I applied wisdom and sometimes I was a fool. You know? The things that I did were wise, helped build my marriage. Stupid things, you know, could have easily pulled it down. I had to learn to discern the source of what my choices were because I don't want to build a failed marriage. I want to build a marriage that has a generational impact and effect on the world. Because wisdom builds. Foolishness tears down. You know, my wife, I can honestly, totally tell you she has built into my family a spirit of love. My children have had love. She's built in my family a spirit of generosity. Most of my kids, well, all my kids are pretty generous. It ain't from me. Well, I've learned how to be generous. It's good. Um, so you build or you pull down. You build or you pull down in the areas of your life. Wisdom builds the future. Proverbs 14, 8. I'm kind of building a picture because this is the intro for where I want to go later. I'm probably not going to have enough time, but let's see. Wisdom builds the future. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. The Galatians church were deceived because their source of wisdom was from the wrong place. Prudency is a real interesting word. Prudency is the ability to make wise choices that have profound effect into the future. Do you know that? Prudency is a form of wisdom that is not um, short-term gratuity choices. It's all about now. See, wisdom can affect the future. As I said earlier, you guys are the sum of all your choices. The good, the bad, the ugly. Whatever's good has come from wisdom. Whatever's not so good has come from the wrong side of that equation. Proverbs, I wrote it in the Thursday Thoughts thing. Where is the source of wisdom? Tell me. God. The Bible says in Proverbs... Chapter 9, verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Everything has a beginning. If you don't have a beginning, you've got nothing. People want to step in at the end where they have the wisdom, but they don't go to the beginning. Do you understand? See, it begins, wisdom, the source begins with this thing called the fear of God. You can't have an end that's good if you don't start the beginning with the good. Hallelujah. If you are older like us, you know the consequences of your dumb choices. But you know the things you began as the source of Jesus. The things that you took as you went to the reservoir of life, Jesus. Everything has a beginning. That's why I love Genesis. In the beginning, God. Hallelujah. In the beginning, God. 
My wrestle in my life is between being a fool and a wise man. And I haven't completely got on the right side of the equation. Of course, I'm not as smart as you. (laughs) Everything has a beginning. It begins with Jesus. The word fear of the Lord means this. To fear the Lord is to put him in the place where he belongs, the sovereign creator of the universe, the one who is the one. The one who gives us the breath in our lungs, the one who gives every good thing in your life. He is the one. To fear God is to put him where he belongs. The trouble with the world that we live in now is we have people espousing wisdom. We have politicians, we have leaders, we have so many things espousing this thing called wisdom, but they haven't begun with the beginning. They haven't begun with the beginning. Why is the world so chaotic? Why are we living in this place where this crazy stuff? It's because the beginning is not the beginning and the people calling the shots. Why is there chaos in your life, friend? Because you need to put the one who is the beginning in that space. This is a hard one. Psalm 14.1. The fool says in his heart, the heart is the inner part of your life. There is no God. They are corrupt. Oh, that's hard. Their deeds are vile. Oh, that's even harsher. There is no one who does good. The fool has said. See, here's the thing. Galatians could be described as a foolish church. The Galatians, cause, because... They had not put God where he belonged. You know what I mean? And see, that's the thing about these parts of our lives. Why are they in chaos? Because we're acting foolishly. We are a fool. And uh, we will live out the consequences of it. Now, this is what I wanted to get to. Proverbs chapter four. Super interesting proverb. The whole chapter. It's all about A dad telling his son what his dad told him, basically. So the dad is telling his son some generational message that had been passed down through the generations that this father had taken on board from his dad and he was about to put it inside his child, his son, because he wanted his son to be successful. Quite interesting. See, wisdom has a generational power. The book of Proverbs written, you know, I don't know, 3,000 years back, has had generational power that has carried on down through the generations because it's real wisdom and it has the power to influence generations. This is the thing that I really find super interesting that wisdom has this profound effect to be generational and so does foolishness. Wisdom has the power to be passed on from son to father to son to father. Pretty cool, eh? Can I have an amen or am I, I just feel like I'm talking? Mums to daughters. As I said, you know, they describe wisdom as a female thing. 
I still struggle with that. I'm joking. I'm joking. Father to son. So this proverb is based the dad telling his son, and it has a generational power, and for whatever reason, the father took on the stuff from his father, and he wants to put it in his son. So wisdom is talking out of the mouth of this proverb that has had generational influence. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 to 23. And, you know, funny thing, Terry, you're the one that's caused this. He always caused me trouble. No, no, Terry said to me a few weeks ago, at the tail end of the scripture, and this has kind of been stuck in my head, in his devotion thing. 20. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life, they are life, they are life, they are life to those who find them. And health to one's whole body, think of your physical body. This is talking about the physical effect of the generational words that were passed down from the lips of Solomon that has flowed down to you and I to this age that actually has tremendous power that actually was given to Solomon from the mouth of the creator, the one who should be the source, can actually give health to your physical body. For they are life to those who find them and health to, the, to one's body. So life and health to one's whole body. And then it says this, and this is the thing, Terry, we, I don't know why it was in conversation. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Everything you do flows from your heart. How long have I been going? It's time to finish. How are you doing guarding your heart and infusing it with wisdom and kicking out the foolish stuff? Because it says guard your heart. Guard your heart because some of the things you do will flow out of it. Or a few of the things. No, it says everything. Everything that you are. You are the sum of everything that you have allowed to come into this place and space called your heart. Well, however you have processed information, whatever you allowed to come into your ears has now become who you are. And whatever you do, whatever you say, how you live your life has become from whatever you put in. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. We go to Uganda. It's a blast. Sometimes it's the pain. Sometimes you roll cars. Almost kill people. We go to Uganda. And their um, exchange rate is crazy. Um, I have carried in my pocket 25 million shillings. Truly, 25 million. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, because what we do is we get there, we go, we get the money that we've sent over, we have a bank account there, and Stephen will come and he'll have a backpack full of cash. And he's super like, he's walking along carrying the loot. <laughs> and then he gives it to me. And then you're like, you're carrying this loot, 25 million, 
10 grand. And I'm like, eh, who cares, you know? Open the bag, show everybody what's in it. No way. No way. Man, when it comes to me, I'm like, you know, and I'm super cautious. I'm thinking, who's watching me? Who's looking? You know? Got to keep the bag away. Someone might put their hand in it. <laughs> because I am guarding something that is highly valuable, my friends. Something that others want to steal away and take. Something that others want to take from me. And you see, when the Bible says to guard your heart, it's trying to tell you this space is something incredibly valuable. But are we flippantly disregarding the importance of what you let in that space. Because from it flows everything we do. I'm going to finish with this. Guard your heart, for, for from it flows the issues of life, everything you do. Super interesting when it talks about flow, it actually is a sense of a river. But anyway, I've got another scripture there, we'll leave that one, but... Um, broken hearts, beaten up hearts, hearts that have been smashed about by life, hearts that have, for whatever reason, been damaged because there has not been something sense or some sense of protecting the heart. And see, we can live life and, you know, relationships are a funny old thing. And we are super cautious to girls and saying girls and guys when they go into relationships and often people will say, guard your heart. Guard your heart. And people flippantly go into relationships and they just peel that baby back and someone on the other side of it kicks the heck out of it and they get smashed and beaten up because the heart, the innermost part of who they are has been not well guarded and given too easily. You know, and the heart is beaten up. I just feel this morning, you know, there are hearts maybe on the maybe listening, maybe here. You know, and you know, you did it in all good conscience. You were like, you know, nah, nah. But you know, the heart has has just been, you know, that you know, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is when the heart gets beaten up for portrayals or whatever. But hallelujah, there is wisdom for a beaten up heart. There is wisdom that will change the condition of the heart. There is healing in the name of Jesus that can minister into your heart, into your emotion, into your hurt, into your brokenness. Forgiveness is wisdom. Forgiveness is wisdom. Can we close our eyes? Holy Spirit, I sense you this morning. I sense you. And how desperately we need you. Holy Spirit, flow across the hearts in this place and to those that are listening this morning. Flow through. 
Holy Spirit, counsellor, teacher. Speak the words of wisdom to the hearts that need your message this morning. We release, we, we accept, we bend our lives to you. We acknowledge Jesus' wisdom comes from the way, the truth, and the life. Wisdom comes from the one who was the word. Wisdom comes, the beginning is to understand who you are. We declare that. I speak that over lives. We rebuke the ultimate, the thief, the destroyer, the liar. We break his hold. And we declare the healing name of Jesus. Amen.